Welcome to Tiny Four Times, the podcast. I am your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Felicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. This week we watched Camp Rock 2. Yay. The sequel to Camp Rock. <laughs> <laughs> That's how these things were. <laughs> I mean, it was it's the sequel to the one that we did earlier this month, and this is the last one we're doing for Camp Month. So... Here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, we've not obviously we've not been around long enough to have done sequels, but we haven't technically done a sequel. I mean, we we did when we uh, first started, and then they're in the Lost episode. Yeah, Grease and Grease Two, which <laughs> they'll come. I'll probably put them up on the Patreon at some point. Um, when we find an appropriate month for them. But, um, yeah. This is the first, like, official sequel that we're doing. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Do you have any history with this movie? Uh, History with this movie in particular. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched it when it came out on TV. Which was it was a Disney movie that's where they came out at mm-hmm. the same place time. Yep. Um, but I, I don't really have any... I, I think I was a fan of of Demi Lovato at this point in my life. Right. Like, I, I, I liked things about her. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was the, I was the strange one where I, I wasn't really so much of a fan of, like, the Jonas Brothers and what they were doing. Sure. Like, everyone else I knew was, but right. I was just like, you know, Demi Lovato's, like, a really cool person, I think. Right. <laughs> so, and I, I, I think I, I, I liked her voice, and she was one of the few, like, I, I wasn't really, like, I didn't really get into Ali and AJ, that scene. Right. So, for me, she was one of the few, like, Disney rock People. Oh, you should have been into Ali and AJ. I am aware. I am aware. There is it. so fucking good, man. <laughs> I mean, so is Demi. I had every single one of her albums. It never, it never really like. I I don't know why. It just kind of passed me over. Like the I remember the first time I ever saw Ali and AJ it was when they were doing a Christmas song thing. <laughs> okay. So. I was like, oh, it's a rock Christmas song. Okay, cool. And then I never saw anything from Alien Age, so I don't know how they just passed by me. Oh, my God. Completely just missed Alien Age. God damn. They're, they're good. Like, even now, I'm, I'm, I'm really into their stuff. Um, but this is not about them. <laughs> <laughs> this is not about them. Yeah, I think, I think I was just interested to see because I think this was also around the time where a lot of other sequels for other Disney movies were coming out. So we already sure. had, like, High School Musical 2. Um, so I was like, Camp Rock 2! Yay! But, yeah, I don't know. What about you? <laughs> well, I had a similar experience in that it happened when I was there. I don't know. It looked, quote-unquote, better, you know? Like, it like you said, like, money. <laughs> better hair, even. Like, oh my God. everybody looked... Like they they glue up, they glue up, <laughs> they glue up, <laughs> they glowed up, they glowended up, glowened. <laughs> I don't know what the past tense is meant to be. I don't know. It was just like, oh, look at them doing better and stuff. So Camp Rock Two came out in 2010, which is two years after Camp Rock. 
this movie has we we get to pretty much see all of the characters that we've seen before mm-hmm. um there's an introduction of like two like two new main characters sure yeah um oh and then some like newer minor characters in the form of the junior campers mm-hmm. but otherwise there's not really much extended cameo of um baby jonas the bonus jonas oh is it yeah the main kid is that's that from, him he's the bonus jonas uh, i wish i knew the his bo- name the bo- <laughs> that's what they called him the, for like a while the bonus jonas i love it there's also a kind of romeo and juliet subplot Seven. Sure. Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> I can't see that on the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, yeah, go on. <laughs> I mean, I did. I was just mentioning that that was a subplot. I know. I know it is. I know it is. I don't know why I rolled my eyes, but I did. It was like <laughs> a natural like reaction to just that statement. But fair enough. So we open the movie with them returning to Camp Rock with a lot of singing yes it's just like (laughs) you can barely hear anything that's being said between everybody but they were like catching each other up Mm -hmm. and then like Tess is like oh I guess nobody cares about me and I'm like you could have joined in on the screaming (laughs) it was not like directed at anyone there was just a general uptick in decibels like also i i I feel a bit because we missed this interval of the year in between the last because i'm assuming it's meant to be like one year Mm -hmm. um but we've missed this interval of this year in between the life and we saw in the after credits of the first movie that they got together right in what's her name uh caitlin caitlin's um uh recording studio in her garage kind sure. of thing and we saw yeah. they all got together then but then we have this gap of a year and they greet each other like they haven't seen each other in a long time yeah. so i'm just i don't understand what happens like do they not go to the recording studio anymore and meet up was that like a right. one-time thing right or is the continuity sure. <laughs> this is why i feel like that that bit was just like an end credit scene thing that was kind of a throwaway rather than like anything that's meant to be taken into context so it's not canon fair enough (laughs) but yes so we have connect three who is kind of separate from them still a bit they're having bus trouble on their way to getting to the camp but you know what's his name shane he's like (laughs) fixing the bus and i'm like why are you fixing the bus sir i don't know if you've ever changed a tire in your whole life (laughs) he's not handy because the bus collapses anyway (laughs) i was just gonna mention that he's sort of really eager to get back to the camp so that he can see mitchie again Mm because apparently they've just been having an online online text-based relationship yeah I question here whether or not Joe and Demi were dating at this point. I was about to be like, no, I meant Shane and Mitchie. No, I actually meant Joe and Demi. <laughs> like, whether they were dating at this point, because I know that they did have yeah, they did. a relationship at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wondering whether or not this 
is hap like if this is concurrent with Timbuktu. I mean, they were also didn't they have like touring concerts as well together? It was like the Jonases and Demi Lovato, and there was a. I know that there was a time when the Jonases existed, <laughs> <laughs> and Miley Cyrus did a thing. Yeah, and that's when Miley and Nick were dating. Okay. Oh yeah, I wrote down that in that little meetup with the girls. Peggy was already hoping that Mitchie had something for opening jam. I was like, you just got to cap. Is this a thing where you prepare? Because I remember back in the first opening jam. Right. Where the girl who we had met for like that one song, she already had like a choreograph number. Right. So I'm like, so is this a thing where you go to camp and you already prepare and then you coordinate in like the first day and then for opening jam you just do like in the evening yeah i think maybe that might be the case or it's like you get there and you already have an idea of what it is that you want to do and you spend all day like while you're getting ready and setting up your camp like your room and stuff and like rehearse i guess and then in the evening that's like the first that's like the opening like the early evening kind of thing that's like the opening of the camp, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. This is me going off because, like, otherwise, <laughs> like, the when did of this camp? What are the activities? Yeah, we get into the song "Brand New Day," which is them just dancing through the entire part. Brand new day, and they're like actually dancing. Yeah, like the music is happening somewhere and they're dancing like this is a musical musical yeah. at this point it, it is a bit of a far cry from the first camp rock when yeah. everything was happening i mean some of it was a little strange but pretty much everything was happening yeah at the moment when someone was singing like on a stage or for a performance yeah yeah and i think um i don't know if i mentioned it in the last episode or whatever but i think it has something to do with the fact that it was less successful than um high school musical, high school musical. also i watched the two trailers for camp rock the first camp rock tells you the whole story the trailer <laughs> uh-huh. is everything that happens the second one is a little better in that you don't find out what happens at the end but like a lot of the stuff is like set up and i'm like okay that's fair i don't know it's a two minute trailer we don't need two minute trailers um, but here they are. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it had something to do with like it not being as like. But I mean, it's still one of the most watched Disney musicals. Yeah, but ever. I also think it was the anticipation of it. That's that, fair. That's why people tuned in. That is fair. The Jonas Brothers are very hot commodity. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what what why people tune in. But like, I don't think in terms of ratings it did as well fair enough then again we have no facts <laughs> i mean yeah no this is all just speculation also i wanted to note that when um peggy was asking mitchy and stuff yes uh like eh, if you have any songs and they were like oh my god this is probably like the best thing you've ever written i'm like these girls like yapping her up <laughs> so much like this is how we get caitlin's 
three note disaster sound is like and people being like oh that sounds so good you're so mean to caitlin listen i love the actress <laughs> she likes electronica let her be Fine. she may evolve into daft punk you don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> sure so brand new day started when they were coming through and going through the camp and then brand new day ends on the stage right so when Connect Three arrives, we get these parachute, like airdrop things, and they have marshmallows and chocolates, right? And all of these little things. More ingredients. Yeah, yeah, and they're coming from Camp Star. To the, sending it to the opening opening bonfire of Camp Rock, mm-hmm. and it's an invitation to come over to Camp Star for their bonfire mm-hmm. thing, and. Camp Star is across the lake from Camp Rock. So it's yes. this it's been founded by Axel Turner, who is one of Brown Cesario, which is still such a name. <laughs> Brown he's one of Brown Cesario's um former bandmates yeah. who got kicked out of the band. Yeah. For whatever reason. But they go over to Camp Star just to see what it's like and it's basically like a resort like in comparison it's like going from a cabin to like the hilton it's just so the disparity is huge the money that was poured into this camp is ridiculous yeah i mean it's like not a camp (laughs) it's like i I don't know it's not a camp that's what it's not (laughs) it's like a training ground basically fair yeah that is fair they have like so Camp Rock has this little wooden stage where people go up and sing and it's right next to the lake and it's very pretty. Yeah. Camp Star has this huge auditorium looking thing with like seating, like tiered seating going up and just like and lights and it's ridiculous. Yeah. The Camp Rockers are basically exploring brown meets Axel Turner. I, I literally wrote Axel Turner, who is a dick trying to make the superstars of tomorrow. <laughs> Axel Turner's camp is basically about creating pop machines yep. more than actually having fun, which is more Camp Rock's thing. It's the same kind of narrative that a lot of like children slash preteen slash teen movies go for when it comes to music it's like if it's like electronic and like all this like synth and all this that and this it's very fake it's very um but the more polished it is the less real it is yeah and the less connected you are to the passion and whatever (laughs) um and so it's that like it's just a very blatant version of that where it's Mm -hmm. like camp rock they have passion and they do this because they love it and they find it fun and this is just a fun time for kids to be kids and so they have authentic guitar playing and da 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 and then we have camp star where they just want to be pop stars they just want to get in there for the money they want to get in there for the awards the fame the (laughs) accolades and so um they are so much more like focused on being polished and perfect and doing it right or whatever so the bonfire is basically staged but 
we have uh, they ask for volunteers and Mitchy volunteers first from Camp Rock she goes to sing different summers basically to Shane but she's singing different summers mm-hmm. I don't know what that sounds like <laughs> I remember I simultaneously remember more and less from this, from this movie. <laughs> I just remember um, the last line of the chorus. It's like, Hedges easy, Gales is harder to plan. And I was like, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Axel calls Mitchie's performance sweet. Mm-hmm. And then we have Camp Star's response. Which, I mean, what did they actually expect Camp Rock to do? They yeah. came over to their camp. Like, they couldn't bring over a production team with them. Of course. Like, what, what, but it's basically meant to show off Camp Star's capabilities. So they have yeah. the fire. I'm looking for the fire. There we go. Or whatever. Um, yeah. I like this song. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good song. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, and I was like, oh. I prefer the song over uh, over <laughs> Mitchie's. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's a good song and it's meant to be a good song. I know. Yeah. I I appreciate people who can like just decide to write a good song. Yeah. Like how how what what do you mean? Yeah, like. I mean, I, I I also understand that it is meant to be like, hey, look at them. But, like, they could have done that with, like, a mediocre song yeah. and still have the thousands of explosions that they had for whatever. There was <laughs> so much, like, pyrotechnic stuff that was going on. I don't know what's going on there. But, well, yes, I'm giving you the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, I was just like, it's much better. <laughs> I feel guilty for liking it. In this song, we actually meet for the first time Luke, who is one of the new characters that yeah. has been introduced um, as part of the uh, camp star side of things. Yeah, he's a Chris Brown type, I think. But during the performance, another character, Dana, who is actually the daughter of Axel Turner. Yep. Again, the Romeo and Juliet thing is happening. It's starting now, people. Mm-hmm. So her bracelet flies off of her hand as she's playing the the keyboard and it hits Nate one of connect three in the eye and I'm like you could sue but you're not gonna do that because she's cute <laughs> but it hits him in the eye and after their performance Axel was like well wasn't that great and any camp rockers and camp rock staff that want to come over yeah, I mean, so, the way he puts... Oh, God, this man is so slimy. <laughs> um, the way he puts it is he says, oh, you know, we've got such an influx of um, campers. Like, Which we is, were hardly prepared yeah, to have... It, it was noted in the beginning that there were fewer campers at Camp Rock yes. than there have been in, in a year, year. Yeah. in the previous year. But continue. And, um, yeah, so he's like, oh, you know... Such an influx of campers. I can hardly keep up. I need a little bit more staff. If there's anybody here from Camp Rock that wants to help me, um, 
I'll increase your pay, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, obviously, you increase people's minimum wage pay. They're gonna come. Yeah. You slimy assholes. (laughs) But, like, he's also, like, he's playing this, like, Oh, I'm so stupid. How could I not have known? It's like, it's oh, his first year. Like, ugh. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you have a whole an auditorium. You could have hired more people if you wanted. But Honestly. he didn't. He just wanted to show brown eyes. I noted that the actress that plays Dana is uh, Chloe Bridges, who is engaged to um, Adam... What's his name? Adam... Levine. Adam Devine. Levine, yeah. And he is in pitch perfect that means nothing but it just came into my head and i wrote it down and so there it is nick jonas is uh, with priyanka chopra yes didn't priyanka chopra play a role with someone else's spouse who is formerly an actor there's some convoluted thing that happened okay i feel like you told me about it Okay. I'm not remembering what it is. (laughs) Wait. Uh, Well, I mean, sure. Priyanka Chopra. Okay. Nick is married to Priyanka Chopra. Priyanka Chopra was in Isn't That Romantic with Adam Devine. They were married in that movie. And then Adam Devine is now engaged to Chloe Bridges. And we make the full circle. I wasn't sure if that's what you were talking about. That's what I was talking about. (laughs) Great. It's like, oh, thank you, my brain. You saved me. I'm just like, I don't remember. these names but yes so dana and nate uh have a chat where uh, nate gives her back her bracelet oh, dana says nate has pretty eyes oh yeah <laughs> and then he's like you too you <laughs> <laughs> but axel sees them having this talk and doesn't want dana talking to nate which is like i guess but you know they're brown's like nephews or whatever well actually no I don't okay so in the first movie they're not related the only one who's a nephew is Shane but But I did check the IMDB and they do have they're all greys on uh, not IMDB on Wikipedia yeah but like that's not what was said (laughs) in the the first first movie. movie and I will remain that they said that they met there Yes. Because that is what they said with their mouths. That's not an assumption I made. That's not a guess of their conversation. It's actual words that were in the script or not that Nick and uh, Kevin decided to say out loud, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, don't pretend. <laughs> like, I didn't see what you did there because I did. But I guess maybe it's two years later and they're not really expecting their core demographic to be like, wait, they weren't brothers before. Uh, Michi is exploring uh, the studio area. Michi is exploring the studio area of Camp Star and Luke finds her there. And they talk for a bit. Uh, Luke apparently knows about her relationship with Shane. Like... Which I don't think is like a good starting point to just be like, oh, hey, you're interested in coming over to Camp Star? Well, you're Shane Gray's girlfriend, aren't you? And it's like, can you not just have a normal introduction without bringing in like that you know all of her business? 
I mean, I guess it's because he's famous. Yeah. And so it's just sort of like a, it's an assumption on his part that because it's such a much more polished mm-hmm. uh, environment that someone who would be dating a pop star mm-hmm. and is potentially a, a, a um, yeah, an well, aspiring pop star. He's seen her perform. Yeah. Like, maybe that's the intention because she did she did just walk into the studio and go wow now this is a studio i was, or whatever gonna, I was gonna keep a counter of all the wows and i forgot to do it <laughs> i honestly forgot there were so many wows <laughs> in that little whole camp star section yeah i feel like it was a, if it was a drinking game you'd die <laughs> honestly yeah but then he, she says i'm sorry who are you which i was like okay like <laughs> i understand that he's like he came in hot or whatever, but like he did just perform, ma'am. <laughs> what are you talking about? He was literally <laughs> just on stage, girl. I mean, he he literally gives a demonstration. You know, I was I was just on stage. Sire, Ooh. I, <laughs> I really, yeah. I was like, was that run necessary? Because he's like, I'm giving you the fire. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you need to add that? You could have just been like, I'm giving you the fire. Like Tesco's later. <laughs> and also, she's so snarky in this scene. I mean, I, like, I understand you, like you where she's she, coming from. You remember the first time that she had a conversation with Shane with the flower on her face? Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Like, she has it in her. Like, we I, can't pretend No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying, like, uh, she doesn't have that. I'm just, like, she's so snarky already mm-hmm. to like a complete stranger like yes he's an asshole and he's got a big ego whatever but like he hasn't like done anything yeah he's just been like hi i'm really good yeah and i go to this camp <laughs> yeah and yeah and he and she was like oh yeah that was good and he's like i know right and i know that's like egotistical but like <laughs> did you need to be so like like i don't know i didn't like it i just didn't no, she she pulled in some of that early Shane juice, yeah, and it's like poured it out onto him. Yeah, Luke also says something along the lines of "You need to know the players to be in the game," which I think might have also set her off as well. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Tess, it when Mitchie's like, "No, I'm not going here." Tess immediately <laughs> comes and it's like, "My mom has let me do the switch. I'm going to Camp Star." <laughs> I'm like, Tess. You literally had a good reunion like five hours ago. <laughs> like it was super sweet and you were like, well, what about me and everything? And now you're just like, oh, fuck them. I'm just going to go to Camp Star because this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. Like she's definitely <laughs> one of the kids that would see what happens in Camp Star and be like, oh, I want to be a part of that. And like, <laughs> I love that she's like, oh, hey, I saw you on stage. I'm giving you the fire. That's impressive. I was like, did you need to do that? Did you need to sing to him? Was that necessary? Ma'am? <laughs> Luke says something. I can't remember what he says. Um, but, like, he, it, it, it's something to the fact of, like, you know, you need to be, like, really good and train hard and na-na-na. And Mitchie's like, it's summer camp. <laughs> and, like, that's the one line in that whole scene. From her that I'm like, you know what? Yeah, she's keeping it real. Brown, the next day, Brown calls a meeting at the camp. 
and we find out that not a lot of the campers have left, but they've lost almost all of their staff. Right, yeah. And so without the staff to be able to run the camp, they're going to have to close Camp Rock effectively, effective immediately. Right. Which is so sad. I cry every time. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean that in like... <laughs> but no, it, it is a sad thing. And also, I'm pretty sure people paid money, so he's going to have to like refund them all their money. Oh, yeah, now. that's true. So I think that's... That's what he was thinking about as well. Because it's like you put in the money to buy all the supplies that you're going to need for the summer mm. based on how much you get in. So now he's going to have to give them back all of that money. And operate at a loss. Yeah. That's it's fair. probably going to put him into debt, which would possibly mean that he wouldn't be able to open the camp the next year. And thereby the camp is going to be closed indefinitely. So I understand... The what? catastrophizing, that's fair. <laughs> catastrophizing. <laughs> that's fair. And, uh, yeah, and, like, Demi's like, wait, we can be Camp Mountain. <laughs> Let's save Camp Rock. Yeah, she's just like, there's something we can do. And it's like, oh, but Michi, what can we do? We're just campers. And then it's, we can't, we can't back down. Different much is very. This is serious. Don't walk away. Oh, such a good. That one's a good song. It is. I liked the dancing. You know, Demi's trying. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, she's not known to be a dancer, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, she's not like. She's not awful. Like, yeah. She's not like off beat or whatever. If she stands next to Allison Stoner, it's not good for her. Is all that, that we're saying. That part. <laughs> this is the moment where it felt like a full like musical musical. Yeah. For me, because you're in one scene doing like you're in this cafeteria. Yeah. And you're dancing about how you need to save the camp. Yeah. And singing and they're like slamming lockers in the corner. Also, they're they're in the cafeteria, but there was a DJ for like <laughs> <laughs> because I just saw it like in the foreground of the screen. Yeah. There is the back head of a guy at turntables and he's only there for like two seconds. But I'm like, who are you? What head is this? Like, who are you yeah. spinning these turntables in this cafeteria? Yeah. Like, also, this is so like detached from what you're saying, but the <laughs> drummer kid is not back. He's not back. Yeah. And that makes me sad. Oh, no. <laughs> I miss him and drumming on things that weren't drums. <laughs> oh. oh, drummer kid. Oh, I finally Shout found out, out to you. I finally found out what the other name of the oh, of the Darren and Sander. Darren and Sander. So, the main group, which is comprised of Mitchy and Peggy and Ella. Caitlin and the Jonas Brothers. I'm not, <laughs> or the Gray Brothers. The Gray Brothers and Baron and Sander mm-hmm. decide to come together with Mitchie and they're going to be the camp, camp counselors. I'm like, is that enough people also? These are children. Are they? Are you able to do that? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing that you're allowed to do? I, I feel like they need 
campers need adult supervision? But even then, it's like, is there anyone that knows how to do first aid? There's like, there's reasons why there are people who are hired to yeah. do this. There's qualifi- some form of qualification you need to have. Um, not everyone needs to have that qualification, yeah. but there needs to be somebody who does. And we're not given any information to know whether or not any of them knows how to lifeguard. Any of them knows how to uh, administer any kind of first aid. Like, these things are very important for just the well-being of the kids. Like, the rest of the stuff I can kind of, like, excuse. It's just, like, singing and dancing. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's an important thing, but it's just a camp and it's fun. Um, But the health part, I'm just like, mm. I mean, it's, they, they show you on occasion that there are actual adults here. And by adults outside of Brown and Mitchie's mom, there's, like, two mm-hmm. who they show, like, consistently. There's one black guy and one white woman Mm -hmm. they're the only other adults that i see also uh woman (laughs) is not back that woman the yeah the the one from the beginning yeah from the (laughs) beginning of camp rock one maybe she went to camp oh oh man maybe she went to camp star maybe maybe drummer kid went to camp star maybe maybe he decided that that's where he could find his passion on like a place that has multiple drum kits sure maybe he's like here they won't ask me to dance hip-hop they know where my lane is, and I know where my lane is, and they let me stay in it. So we have new counselors. Um, Brown lets it happen. <laughs> and I mean, this means he won't have to close the camp and refund all of that money that we were talking about. So yeah. he lets it happen. We get a small montage of them getting used to their jobs. Uh, they convince Jason, yeah. um, the, the head of like to take care of the kids and um he's like saying no or whatever and then like uh shane says something like your intelligence something 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 no i don't think it's shane maybe it's nate that says it and um jason's like you think i'm intelligent shane says no and then, <laughs> no, he continues oh, I, think, to talk. I think nate says something along the lines of you're the only one with the intelligence to be able to get through with these kids yeah and, and then <laughs> yeah and so jason's like you think i'm intelligent Shane's like no but then continues to talk <laughs> as if that wasn't an answer to the the question but we know it's like you're on the level of these kids is what we mean <laughs> yeah oh, they're so mean to him he does such good work though <laughs> and he does get through to them like he doesn't yell at them but he yells at them <laughs> And I and appreciate that. He eventually gets there. But Mitchie is very pleased eventually at how things seem to be working out when everyone gets into their assignments yeah. and takes pride in her work. Meanwhile, Nate is quote unquote stalking um, Dana. I also, wrote, <laughs> I also wrote Nate stalking Dana is so dodgy. <laughs> He's using binoculars to spy on her as she practices piano across the lake. Yeah. Which, again, so much money unnecessary. They're, like, on a platform that extends out over the lake, and there's a grand piano. Yep. I'm like, what? And it's white. Yep. It's a white piano. Yep. Unnecessary, Axel. There's a parallel between this and Barbie and the Rockers, I think it's called. Rock and Royals. That's it. Um, Barbie Rock and Royals. So... It's two camps across from each other um, from the lake. And I 
one of them has a piano just sort of out there for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, just like that. And they also get into like a camp versus camp, like whoever wins gets the property kind of thing, which is not really the exact plot of this, but close enough. <laughs> close enough. So Shane, whose initial purpose was to come to this camp to spend time with Mitchie, is trying to spend time with Mitchie, but is not able to. And also we find out that some of the new counselors aren't really being that great at their job yet because Connie uh, tra- needs help in the kitchen and they order her beach balls instead of black beans, yeah. which beach ball and black bean look like very different words to me. I don't know how bad her <laughs> handwriting is for them to confuse that the kitchen yeah. is gonna want beach balls. Yep. Like, the kitchen. <laughs> At the very least, I would have guessed meat. <laughs> so, Shane is uh, taken away to the kitchen. Nate, meanwhile, takes a canoe ride up the lake but ends up getting washed up on the shore of uh, Camp Star. And he's greeted by Dana. Really pushing this Nate-Dana narrative at us, but Mm -hmm. sure. I'm guessing they couldn't come up with a whole one for Shane and Michi again. It's like, well, you know, we also have Nick Jonas, and he's gaining in popularity, so let's give him a storyline with a girl. But Their flirting scenes, every single one of them is so painful. To watch. <laughs> They're so painful because, like, I think because like he's awkward, and like I get it. Like I fully am on his side yeah. about like when she goes off at him later. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Um, it just seems like he doesn't know what. To, I don't. I, to do it, I yeah. feel every inch of that. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to. Don't yeah. know how to feel. Don't know what to say. That is. Yeah. Very, very uh, relatable. Yeah. But they have this conversation of if there was anything, if you could be anything, what would you be? And I just wrote, he's a rock star. But he's he, he says he doesn't know. Yeah. But I'm like, you're a rock star. Yeah. You have a lot of opportunity now. Yeah. <laughs> she also says this thing where she accidentally wrote her wrote his name on her wrist, the permanent marker. And I woke up and I'm like, how do you accidentally write someone's name on your wrist? You wrote his name on your wrist. It just happened to be permanent. Regardless of if it's now permanent or not. And you showed that to him. Like, what are you doing? What kind of flirt that is, is this? Yeah, that is also like, <laughs> what? Because, like, let's for a second pretend he wasn't as awkward and he didn't like her or whatever. Yeah. This is just a really weird thing to do. Like, this is the second time you've met. Yeah. And you admit to him that, hi, I've been writing your name on my arm. Do you want to <laughs> see it? Like, that's something you hide. I've been fantasizing about how we're going to get married very, very soon. Thank God Axel interrupts them again. Yeah. And so Nate has to go and hide under a canoe. Um, but he eventually comes to the realization that he wants to be the kind of guy who can tell her how he feels. Right. And I'm like, that's sweet and all, 
get it together. Man. Focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're Cam, you have responsibilities and you have skived off. Yep. You are a counselor at another camp. Yep. Prioritize. Shane is sad. Yeah, she's trying to get close to Mitchie. Mitchie's so busy with this camp stuff. Yeah, there's no time for them to spend any time together mm-hmm. now. Sadness. Axel, however, while he's busy chasing off boys from his daughter, is also spying on Camp. Yeah. <laughs> camp Rock with Tess and Luke. Which, like, Tess. Get it together. These are your <laughs> kind of friends. Stop it. I don't know what they're doing, but their Camp Rock is busy catching fireflies and Tess is reminiscing about the fun that she used to have. Yeah. But Luke wants her not to even think about it because she's a camp star now. And uh, Axel's like, it's Lord of the Flies over there. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Have you read that book? <laughs> I know. Do you know what that's about or no? Do you just associate it with chaos but have no idea what the inner like workings of that book are? Because no, <laughs> this is just camp. It's just camp. It's just catching. kids like playing around and pranking each other and whatever. We have the next day, Ella, Peggy, Caitlin, Baron, Sandra, and Mitchie. They talk about, well actually it's the same evening. They talk about they start talking about how good it would be to show up Camp Star, like how they tricked them at their bonfire and how right. it was unfair. Yeah. And and if they had a chance to do like a real performance, they could do a lot better. And so Mishu gets this look on her face and we cut to the next day and they're doing a step routine. Woo! <laughs> this is so Okay. So no one's in sync. Like, <laughs> not everyone's in sync, and they're so out of rhythm. It is, I'm like, I was embarrassed for that. I'm like, I know you think it's cool, but woo! Woo! <laughs> also, woo, they would have done that all the way around the lake, I'm assuming, or they got like a hundred feet from Camp Star and were like, okay, so we're here now. So, One, two, three. Because there's no reason, and also, someone has a one of the great people has a guitar, and one just has his drumstick, and it's just like clicking them. Yep, and not even in time. That's what I mean. There's no one's address, and it's like this is it's so chaotic. They did not get their shit together in time, which fine. You didn't have that much time between Demi's idea or Mitchie's idea and um, you implementing it. But like, ah, that was so embarrassing. But they do their step routine all the way onto the stage of Camp Star. And we have Weekend Tess in the front. For Camp Star side, yep. And Mitchie challenges Camp Star to a final jam battle at the end of camp. Which, like, how long is this camp? Like, how many weeks? Because how long have they been there already? That they are 
this is going to be their entire summer now. <laughs> the thing is, though, is that she did say, like, when they were talking about it in the Firefly night, yeah, that it was the previous night, or was it just like, were they just reminiscing about like two weeks ago? I don't. Because like, if know. it's if it's in the dialogue that it was like what they did yesterday, <laughs> would have been like okay, or like two days ago, or whatever. Because like, it does seem to me anyway that like the span between opening night jam or whatever and that firefly night that it was like at the very most a week yeah and i know like they were still getting their shit together but like it felt like a week Mm -hmm. you know um could be more who knows but yeah i don't know maybe it's like a month long thing two months (laughs) i don't know how camps are meant to last how long camps are meant to last at this point, our recording got a little weird, so here's Odysseus uh, explaining the plot, and I'll probably add in some bits of me giving commentary or singing. They step routine their way all the way up to the stage in Camp Star's auditorium where Luke and Tess meet them head on, and they, Michi rather, challenges Camp Star to the final jam battle. Camp Rock versus Camp Star. And then we get the song It's On, which is one of the more dance intensive songs of the entire musical. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show what you got. Come on, come on, come on, come on, ready or not. La 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 la, let me see what you rock. It's on, it's on, it's on. At the end of their little face-off, Axel comes out and he thinks that the competition is going to be a great idea, but he has additional ideas. Why not they make it a show with an audience and televise it? And initially, Michi is kind of unsure, but everyone around her is really excited to the, at the potential for being on television. And so she relents. But nowhere in this agreement did anyone think to consult Brown first, the director of Camp Rock. Mitch just agrees to this thing, and Brown is not happy. I think because of the first conversation he had with Brown, Axel, that is, he knew that Brown would never go for something like this competition because Camp Star has so much money that they don't have. So when they get back to camp, the camp rockers, they're trying to think of what song they're going to perform. Michi has a songbook with lyrics that we recall from the first movie, but she pulls out this song that she wrote. and I'm going to interject here to say that um, what happens in this scene happened in uh camp which is our bonus was a bonus episode for our patreon where a character in the movie looks at some sheet music and is like ah this is a good song in this it's it's a little bit more pronounced in this um they are looking at what i assume are just lyrics at this point and they're like oh it has a great groove and there's some great parts dancing and i'm like how do you know? Yeah, I literally wrote down, this is great, great spots for dancing, great groove. It's words on a page, and I don't understand how they can think that they can hear the music. Like, they're so in tune with 
the nature of music as far as we know it's like just lyrics and lyrics alone and we have no reason to believe that there's sheet music and even if there was sheet music like we said in our camp episode this is not a thing that you can do even if you can sight read i'm not a person who does sight read but you know i feel like you kind of can't read multiple parts at the same time yeah you can read music but I can't tell what the melody will sound like, and I can't read the different parts simultaneously, and different all the different instruments, and that's not even what was happening. It was lyrics on a sheet. Brown now hears about this competition that's going to be happening, and he is so upset. He is, because he knows that Axel is going to manipulate the situation, he knows that Camp Rock is going to suffer because they don't have the money and the ability and they just barely have the camp counselors to run the camp now thanks to the kids so it's it's he's they're they're this close to shutting down already and he knows that if they televise this and people see how much Camp Star has in comparison to Camp Rock the Camp Rock is going to get shut down and of course Mitchy overhears this and it's not really meant for her to hear uh brown is just venting to connie Mitchy's mom but she overhears and it makes her do a 180 and she just gets super hyper focused on winning the competition and that's all that matters and screw summer camp being fun because this is about winning this competition now but she never communicates that it's important to save the camp, even though that is the whole thing. And now Shane, who just still tried to spend time with her, cannot do that at all. It gets to the point that Michi goes into the cafeteria and sees people laughing, taking a break after they've been rehearsing for hours and hours, and is convinced that because they have time to take a break they're not serious which is so unnecessary people deserve to have breaks and things it's all about this lack of communication that's happening the brown sees how intense michi is being and realizes and so kind of tell shane that he knows what to do so shane concocts a plan with um his bandmates and the junior rockers to start a water fight, balloon fight, water gun fight, while Michi is having rehearsals, um, gathering people, and completely messes up her entire, <laughs> her entire shtick. So she storms off, she's not having it, she's not having fun, and that night, when Michi is trying to do some arranging for the songs for the camp, Shane comes in with a picnic basket, and it's like, I'm gonna take you on a moonlight picnic, and it's like, it's not the time, bro, you already messed up her rehearsal in the day, you can't take her away from stuff in the night, but you know, he's a boy. And then we get, possibly, I think, the most popular song from the musical, I think it charted, I know it as Like Fire and Rain, but it's called Wouldn't Change a Thing. It's like fire and rain, you can drive me insane. But I can't seem mad at you for anything. We're Venus 
and Mars like different stars. Yeah, the melodies of every song I sing, and I wouldn't change a thing. Sorry for all the weirdness. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Mitchie wakes up the next day to find everyone is already okay. gone. Okay. <laughs> She wakes up, and within five seconds of her waking up, she's like, where is everybody? I'm like, girl, <laughs> I think she probably used to be the early riser, maybe. So she wakes up, and, like, there's meant to be three other people in this cabin. They're gone. She goes outside. No one's walking by. But, <laughs> like, but she says the where is everybody as she wakes up. <laughs> like, there, it doesn't even, like, they didn't even have her really look in yeah. the room. It was kind of like a opens her eyes where is everybody and i'm like <laughs> they could be on the bunk underneath you you don't know you didn't look anyway um everyone is already rehearsing though thanks to shane's effort and i don't think much happens in between them but we get the song heart and soul which is again the Jonas Brothers singing like they had this in the first movie mm-hmm. and now they have it again in the second movie where it's just the Jonas Brothers on stage yeah oh yeah <laughs> just oh have... is this the rock and roll one yeah. where they're like um you can play the guitar like so and so and sing this song like <laughs> as someone else and it's so long as you have your free trade shoes I don't know what the it, tune sounds like but it, that is this is that song. Okay. I don't know the, the the tune of it, but it is essentially like name a thing and the rock star that is I associated. Just the end of the chorus is like, you got heart and soul, you can rock and roll. But. Sure. <laughs> I'm less prepared for this because I watched this movie like three weeks ago. <laughs> so, Nate is. After this song, which is just like a real rockin' song, mm-hmm. and it's about doing all these cool things. So Nate is like feeling himself, and he's strolling down the pathway. And then Dana, he sits down on the bench, and then Dana pops up, and he topples the bench over. And I'm like, that lasted all of a minute. Mm-hmm. But they start talking, and Nate is still in his position of, not knowing what to say to the girl that he's interested in and she just wants him to talk to her um this is the moment where she goes off on him but right where she yells at him and says like i don't know anything about you and like i don't know whether or not you like me or not and like she's not at all considering that he's just awkward (laughs) like he just doesn't know how to talk to girls yeah. Like, I get he's a rock star or whatever, <laughs> but, like, it's just, yeah. flirting's hard, man. He's a teen boy. He's dumb as fuck. Like, I don't know. She, like, yells at him, and I'm like, what she's saying is absolutely unfair. Like, I understand that she wants to get to know him, and he mm-hmm. seems to be flirting with her, but, like, doesn't seem to actually say talk to anything her. Like, she doesn't take the pressure off in any way. Yeah. She just sort of, like, puts it all on him to be all expressive and whatever. And I'm like, girl, that's not fair. 
So we get a little montage of Shane and Mitchie spending the day together to the tune of You're My Favorite Song, which they're not, you don't see them singing it. It's them singing, but you don't see them singing it at the beginning. But they're like on the boat and just like doing some simple activities together. And then near to the end of the song, you see that they are singing the song together. Yeah. And I was like, is this? I was like watching it for the longest time. Like, is this background music? Can I write this down? <laughs> because earlier in the show, there is a song that plays in the background that no one sings. Yeah. And I was like, is this a relevant song? Mm-hmm. It's not happening in the scene. Okay, I won't write it down. <laughs> I feel like it's not on the song soundtrack, so I'll just ignore it. But it, it it was a thing like that. I was like, oh no, they're actually singing. I can write it down. Nate confesses that he doesn't know how to talk to how to talk to 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 his. I wrote down his bandmates because at this time I still wasn't convinced that they were <laughs> brothers or not. So I was like, bandmates is safe. They are in a band together. <laughs> but Jason, the intelligent one ends up giving him the idea rather than saying it to sing it because mm-hmm. he's good at that mm-hmm. so we have snap back to Luke and Tess on the camp star side and they are bickering over who will get the spotlight because they're friends singing sure. this is not the singing bit yeah they're like oh you have a big head oh, <laughs> you're getting in my life blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But we get the song, Nate, Nate sneaks onto the Camp Star site just as uh, Dana is preparing to get ready to go on stage for mm-hmm. something. And you get the song, Introducing Me, which is very, I wrote down, it's very reminiscent of I'm, I'm Yours from Jason Raz. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you don't know what that song sounds like, just think of I'm Yours from Jason Raz, yeah. that kind of guitar. I that is just the only on pizza. Please, or my homemade quesadilla. Otherwise, <laughs> it smells like feed to me. I don't know why that's the line that I remember. Um, but I was wondering if those are like, if some of them are like Nick Jonas fun facts, but I absolutely refuse to look it up. <laughs> but maybe there are some of those that are like actually like Nick Jonas fun facts. I, I love how there's like a woman who's announcing, it's like, okay, guys, it's two minutes. Okay, you have one minute, but in the song there is, and I'm like, dude, there's no time for the doo doos. Go on to the next oh, verse. You right. are literally, but instead he decides to speed up the second <laughs> verse. I'm like, you had time for all these doo doos, and I'm like, there's no time for the doo doo. Anyway, oh, I also wrote down that he he said, um, I love the sound of violins, just as violins came into, and I was like. He did that. I saw it. I noticed. I appreciate it. <laughs> Moving on. Axel doesn't actively interfere at this point. Yeah. But he's just like present. And unfazed. Yes. Yeah. But I, I appreciate that he t- he tells Dana, like, don't hang around with this boy. And Dana's just like, sure, dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does whatever. The junior rockers who are just they are literally just there to be cute but the junior rockers will to be cute and to torment jason 
But they ask him, they ask Jason if they think they'll win. And Jason says that they're rock stars, but realizes uh, from a comment from the junior rocker that the other camp rocks too. And I was like, yes, realize that they are also people and not just an entity for you to fight. Mm. This is such a this is such a big idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh God, I'm going to think about she right now. <laughs> No, I must focus on Camp Rock <laughs> and not think about other things. Um, this is when they decide to go spy on yeah. Camp Star as they're singing a very forgettable song Walking from Doom. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Even um, in my notes, I, I wrote, wow, what a forgettable song. Which is probably why Axel says, let me see the other song. <laughs> yeah. So it's, like, it's, not, it's not that it's a bad song. It's just not. Yeah. Like, Wait. for instance, if they'd sung this song in place of Fire, fire, I wouldn't be worried for the cowboys. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, they got, you know, effects and stuff, but the song's boring as shit, so it's fine. But I also notice how much Tess does not dance. In the She's song. not a dancer. She's not a dancer. Like, like the- Demi's not a dancer? But Megan is not a dancer. <laughs> I, even less so. Yeah. Like, they didn't even make her try. Yeah. Is the thing. So I I just, oh boy. But Tessa and Luke continue to bicker about the spotlight after the dance. And then Axel just makes them reset. Mind you, it's very late at night. Mm-hmm. And they're practicing and they make them reset to do another full song. Yep. Which is... They working so hard, I guess, yeah. on camp. Yeah. Star mm-hmm. side. And also, we only ever really see Tess and Luke, which is, I mean, fair. Because I guess they're, me- they're meant to be the quote-unquote antagonistic side. Yeah. I mean, Luke is obviously the star yeah. of Camp Star. Like, he was chosen already... To... Yeah, he was chosen to be the Camp Star representative. representative. And... Tess is the daughter of a pop star, so I guess that might be part of it too. Yeah, like a, an ability to be like marketing off of that. So the camp rockers, upon hearing that it's just Tess and Luke that are going to be doing the performance, mm. which I'm like, you shouldn't have known that. You only got that from spying. Mm-hmm. But they just decide to flip whereas they were going to do this whole big performance and whoop everyone in the camp and make it like boom 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 so spectacular they're like okay well this was originally a duet so why don't we just do it as a duet i mean we'll be here still but you and shane can just sing it nichi and i'm like there was so much work yeah that was done there was like the poor kids too like that's why when they're like disappointed i'm like yeah you have a (laughs) full-on fucking right to be they like put in some time, yeah, and like they were super excited for like their first camp, ex- like camp final jam thing yeah. experience, and they don't even get to do it now because it's a very different final jam from the like what would normally be a fi- final jam where it's you sign up and you perform. Well, you have like a showcase. Yeah. At, the end. at this point, it's just one song versus one song, some voting, and a winner. Yeah. And so you know, there's not room for everyone to get their bits in yeah. and that's a little sad <sighs> but uh should just be Shane and Michi 
So the junior rockers end up sharing, I think at this point I was just running out of steam, (laughs) but the junior rockers um, end up sharing a video of their summer with Michi, Mm -hmm. the the extra Jonas brother does. He's the, the bonus Jonas has been pretty much filming this entire camp experience like yeah. he always Despite had the, the camera on him. one of his cameras if it's not the only one <laughs> was thrown into the lake like very early on when they got to camp star yeah which i think set up it, i i feel like it was meant to set up more of like a a, a thing between him and jason mm. but it just didn't yeah like all all that ends up happening is the kids mess with him mm-hmm. but it doesn't really like like cameras aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Into the lake. Like anyway. But somehow he still has a camcorder. Still so. has one. Maybe his parents sent him another one. Sure. So Camp Wars is upon us. It's no longer the final jam, it's now Camp Wars. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Um uh, Kate's TV. I wrote not Hot Tunes TV. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> is there to broadcast the final jam and audiences well well there's there seems to be some audience there Mm -hmm. but there's an audience that will be able to watch and vote from home through text axel Mm -hmm. and brown have a conversation and there's just like no hope of them ever being friends sure in in any sort of way yeah and i guess i i can appreciate that because there's like some things that are just you can't recover from yeah absolutely the the camp rockers are backstage and they get a glimpse of what Luke and Tess's summer has been like because they just come into the the backstage area arguing. Yeah. (laughs) And Tess sees them and just waves to them, just like, hi, Mm -hmm. I know I left you all. Can't really talk to you because I'm competition. Yeah. (laughs) Which is sad. I wrote down the announcer's bias (laughs) because, I mean, she's, she's not really bias she's just matter of fact because um she like essentially tells the camp rockers that like hey look you're not gonna win because but she doesn't say that to the camp rockers she says that to brown sure like that you're not gonna win because axel put actual money into like sending texts out to yeah um like people like whatever the general population that that's that kind of thing would be illegal now Sure. Like yeah. I feel like that. You have to agree to things like that. They yeah. can't just send you texts on your phone. Yeah. But yeah, so she just basically says like, Hey, there people who aren't even watching this are getting texts to vote yeah. for Camp Star, so the likelihood of you winning is slim to none. Yeah. Which is very sad. Mm-hmm. But Camp Star goes first and they sing Tear It Down. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, you can't tear us down. Oh, I like that song a lot. <laughs> it is also a better song to what the Camp Rockers do. I'm sorry, but that's my opinion. <laughs> I wrote, Tess dances a little. She does. She dances mm-hmm. a little. She does like some of the simple arm moves. Movement, yeah. She's just... She's so she's just not a dancer and that's okay. Yeah. The camp rockers they they 
they watch it and they're like happy for them because it was a good performance mm-hmm. but it's just like reluctant clapping it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. god we have to go up against them kind of thing yeah and, like, and oh, congrats you that was good yeah and luke without fail says i know right and at this point i was like i we get it he said only thing that would have made it better is doing it solo, solo. Oh. i was like Good God. I was like, we get it. You think you're the bomb.com, but like dial it back. Dude. I feel like this role in Camp Rock did not help him. Yeah, it did not have. <laughs> like it just made him seem like a butthole. But anyway, Tess, after just now, she can actually wish, wish them luck. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I, I feel so bad for her because her summer has been made up of nonstop arguing. <laughs> Yeah. With this guy. Yeah. And I was like, he's you last year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a little bit of comeuppance. Yeah. Nate, in in between the acts, gives Dana a flower. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Axel always just appears. It's like he has a radar. Whenever Nate is near Dana, he just. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait <laughs> shit this bitch is flirting with my daughter but axel says axel um nate goes off and axel warns dana that nate is the enemy yeah and he's like that's what you mean he's the enemy like, chill <laughs> he's, dude he's now and then they do their performance of whatever song it is that they were singing because what we came it. here for cool i write down these song titles <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what it is. Like I, <laughs> I don't remember it. Um, but I did note that they're kind of echoing "This Is Me" with like walking in from the audience and stuff. And also the footage that they show, because uh, they show footage from, uh, Bonus Jonas's camera, and none of that was taken with a camcorder. I'm sorry, <laughs> you will not convince me otherwise. A full-on camera team was responsible for the filming of all those events, not a camcorder. <laughs> that quality does not, no, it's not. Also, just like the height, he's so tall. Right. There's no way. There's none of, no. I'm sorry. Incorrect. One thing I appreciated, though, about that performance, mm. the beach balls I know. came I back. Noted, I noted it, too. I was like, I love that. They used the beach balls from that one dumb joke earlier. Like I, I feel like they probably had to like put that in post. Like someone was like, "No, we have to explain where the beach balls came from. We can't just have beach balls in this scene and not." It's just like, fine. Mm-hmm. We'll put it somewhere early on. They're not gonna remember that it, we remember. We remember. <laughs> it's a thing we're looking for. But yeah. But Axel. At the end of the song, Axel says to Brown that the song was impressive, but it would never sell. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Considering that Leo can't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, it sounded boring. Um, but I also wrote, okay, Melisma. So someone was doing some runs. I'm guessing Demi <laughs> during that performance. I'm, again, guessing. Don't it's, remember. It's, it's, it's pretty much only her and, and mm-hmm. um, Shane. Shane. Mm-hmm. So I would have. Or maybe it's the both of them doing all that melisma. <laughs> Melismatic singing. <sighs> but it is now voting. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Camp Rock lost. 
Obviously. Like, I don't know why you would listen to this and not expect spoilers. Yeah, but, but like, also, this, I enjoyed the slow motion. Yeah. Like, the slow-mo disappointment. I don't know why I liked it, but I did. I think it because... I think it because... I think because it... (laughs) I think because it... It just... You could see it dawning on her face Mm. more than anything else. Yeah. And I think she got some tearage as well. Mm. Like, she teared up. So, it's like, to see someone tear up in slow motion, I'm just like... Acting. Acting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. On cue. Cry on cue. Yes. Good on you. But I don't know. It I think it was very good. And just to see like Camp Star start rejoicing knowing that the other camp's heart is broken Mm. is just (sighs) but anyway. Mitchie they're they're back at the camp. And they're just gathered around the campfire and Mitchie is regretting not spending time over the summer with Shane. I'm like, girl, it's too late. Camp is too late. Mm-hmm. But Shane is still happy regardless. Yeah. Um, and they all get together and start singing This Is Our Song. Like, this is our song. It's all about um, but um, during this song, canoes from Camp Star begin to cross over the lake to Camp Rock. Yeah. And everyone is like, oh my god, your camp looks like so much fun. I told my parents I want to go to this camp next year. Yeah. I was like... They might not be able to open next year. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean, maybe he can. I'm sure there's a way to financially buy himself some time until next year's yeah influx because it looks like there's gonna be not enough space for all the campers that want to come there anyway. Yeah. so he's gonna be overbooked, kind of thing. So I feel like he'll be able to <laughs> make up that money. I hope. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe yeah. But, but yeah, and also I feel like he didn't really have to pay Demi and them, um, Mitchie and them, probably for not. their counseling this year. So he, at, at that, at the very least, he didn't have to pay yeah. that many staffers. Yeah, um, he probably didn't. They said they only lost a few campers, so yeah, he didn't have to refund that much money. Yeah. Um. But I yeah, I he has like a non-refundable policy. <laughs> I'm getting way too into it. Yeah, we're like <laughs> analyzing his financials. <laughs> How do you know you're not? Um, but um, I like that the this end this ending though of like not every song can be a hit. Like, yeah. didn't need to win. Yeah, in order to have had like a win. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, I like that. And then they also kiss. Oh. Shock horror. Shock Hell supreme. They kiss. They do. They do do that smooching. Yes. Um. But yeah, and that's it. Yeah, movie's over. Look, end of the movie. <laughs> okay, so I don't really have much to say about the movie. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> 
you know like the only like the, like the things that we spoke about like especially for me the 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 uh music difference mm-hmm. in terms of the difference between temp star and temp rock it's like a thing that comes over back again and again it was even in temp rock like temp rock the first one like tess's music is a lot has a lot more synthy stuff going on whereas um demi stuff's a little bit more like authentic and close and like down to earth using like piano and guitars and things that are like real instruments quote unquote and like it's just like a thing it's like shorthand for kids movies that like synth equal evil and real guitars and pianos and whatever equals real and authentic and good i know you i know this is completely unrelated but because you said synths equal evil i just started to think of the diamond in steven universe (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just imagining anyways continue this is what i get for going to work and then coming here (laughs) that's all my brain is fried that's fine no but that's all that is just that's the only thing that like it's a shorthand that comes back over and over again and like i don't know i'm sure we'll encounter it again at some point as we cover more and more like possibly teen oriented um musicals yeah i mean I mean, you see it in High School Musical too. As not High School Musical too, but High School Musical, <laughs> musical as comma, well. Comma two. <laughs> high School Musical comma two. Yeah, <laughs> like they, Sharpay and Ryan stuff tends to be like faster or using, um, like non. Diegetical instruments, whereas um, uh, Troy and Gabriella always get the ballads or the same song, but in a ballad slowed down. A Acoustic, down to earth, real, yeah. authentic. <laughs> Your hand motions are really aggressive. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, that's all. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Okay, so for music and choreography, I. Okay, so in a comparison to Tembrock 1, um, the. The choreography much improved. Mm-hmm. I just every time I think of choreography, I think of Joe Jonas in that hip hop tats. Like, yeah. Oh, no. If you don't know what we're talking about, I posted on Instagram. On our Instagram, there is a video of us just talking about that hip hop class, and <laughs> that is with the clip of that hip hop class. So it's just it's not good. I realized Joe didn't dance in this movie. Yeah. Didn't didn't happen. Did happen. But that's fine, you know. It's all right. You don't have to be great at everything. You're a great singer. Mm-hmm. Um, the music, I feel like having these different styles, like having them be so non-similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Different <laughs> is the word for not similar. <laughs> having them be so different from each other, yeah. but still being able to work in context of the movie like this is camp star sound this is camp rock sound Mm -hmm. but having the majority of the songs still sound really good Mm -hmm. um i guess was really important i don't know how many songs they might have scrapped or thrown away just thinking through it i mean i'm pretty sure i can't look on my phone to check but i'm pretty sure 
that wouldn't change a thing charted somewhere. And I, that is that is like for for a Disney Channel movie song. None that was actually like really used in a musical number apart from some at the in Tess's performances or um, in the final jam. That was all the choreo I can think of. Mm-hmm. But in this one, almost every song had choreo except for the ballad. Well, like, who's that guy? Who's that? Na, 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 na. That had, um... <laughs> <laughs> that had choreo in it. Like, anytime Sander and... Um, and Baron were in a scene, they were guaranteed dancing. Yeah. Or, like, in a song or whatever, they were guaranteed dancing. But, uh, yeah, I would say, what was the... Oh, binoculars. The binoculars that Nate uses to spy on... Dana. Dana as she's playing the piano there. <laughs> <laughs> four, four stalking binoculars out of five. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was really, like... Impressed is not the word. Pleased mm-hmm. with uh, the choreo, and like they put a lot of work into it's on. Yeah, like that would have that song. They could have shoot it all at one time, basically. Mm. I would have been really impressed if they did, but <laughs> just like if they filmed it all around the auditorium and like, like in one take. Yeah, yeah in yeah. one continuous, that would never happen. But sure. It's still real important, and yeah. I appreciate it. You go. Um, so I both liked the music more and less. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there are songs that I liked more than I liked in Camp Rock One, mm-hmm. but also there are more songs in Camp Rock One that I like. Yeah. Um, and so weird consistent part for me uh, i think i want to give it like maybe like three and a half mm-hmm. binoculars only yeah yeah because like i love um wouldn't change a thing i love won't back down um i really like the two main camp star songs yeah the rest of it kind of like i flat out don't remember a lot of it Whereas Camp Rock one, you ask me a song, I more than likely know the song, and I could more than likely sing it to you right now. You know, fair. Um, more memorable, more quote unquote iconic. I think I think I gave them more points for choreography. Sure. Than the actual yeah. Song. Yeah. The choreo. Yeah. That was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. Still giving them two and a half. That's nice. Mm-hmm story it's like it, it it's sort of so in camp rock one the story was basically about mitchie right so the story was mitchie trying to figure out who she was lying and it was about mitchie and the camp yeah. mitchie and the camp was the story in camp rock one yeah in this one the story is Mitchie and Shane try to figure out their relationship and also Nate gets a relationship and also 
their camp is under siege and we have to do this or else the camp is gonna fail mm-hmm. and uh, it's like they introduced they introduced a lot of deep 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 plots yeah yeah so like there was i know that the main plot is meant to be the so camp, camp wars the camp, yeah. the camp wars thing but we get that plot in the middle of the movie it starts so, really late so it's it, it never really feels like it's if the whole movie was made up of that then maybe it would feel a bit more intense yeah like if maybe at that opening bond bonfire thing they threw the gauntlet down yeah. and were like hey we challenge you yeah and then from there on, then on like we know what the stakes are yeah yeah then maybe it would have felt a bit more intense because we don't really get that sense until halfway through the movie it just never it rises up but it never really feels that intense it feels a little bit more scattered and slice of lifey yeah um because of that yeah so and also they introduce like like you said a lot of like minor plots and things like that yeah but also we have to look at so many more people mm-hmm. now and i i feel like when you try to introduce new characters into a cast like that you you tend to lose ground for some of the other characters like i don't remember ella speaking that much in this entire movie mm-hmm. ella or peggy uh, any of the the older ones i don't mm-hmm. remember them saying that much in this movie yeah and it's a shame because they brought them back but because they had to introduce newer characters mm-hmm. it's just uh anyway yeah um so i guess for story we're on the camcorders for story i'll give it like a Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'll, I'll go with three, two, for the same reasons. It just, it felt less focused. Um, had they had an A plot and a B plot, that would have been okay, but it's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, the whole damn alphabet. <laughs> and it's just, it just, it, it takes up too much space mm-hmm. and doesn't give us enough time to internalize the stakes, to really care that much so yeah three as well and for overall enjoyment we have beach balls like i enjoyed the movie like mm-hmm. it some movies are not here to like entertain you mm-hmm. and i feel like if you just want to watch something and have a good time and just like look at demi lovato and joe jonas and with all of the other Jonases when they were younger. Yeah. Like, it's just a fun time to mm-hmm. do that. Like, it's almost been, like, 10 years now because it came out in 2010. Mm. So. Wild. <laughs> so just look at them when they're younger and just reminisce about times that are simpler. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a bad time. It's a little convoluted, but only if you make it. So, like, we were digging into Brian. Brown Cesario's financials because there's so much time to think about things yeah. in that movie. Yeah. So it, it never really gets that intense. Yeah. 
no one's dying so it's fine um so that's damage three and seven five plus six that's a beach ball (laughs) (laughs) fair um it was fine you know did i enjoy it more than camp rock i don't know i feel like they're about the same to me um in terms of how much i enjoyed them despite the fact that camp rock has a lot more nostalgia attached to it so there's reasons where if i enjoyed it a little bit more but um yeah, I don't know. It was fine. Didn't mind it. Didn't overstate its welcome. Yeah. Fairly short movie or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to give it 3.25. You get the 25% of my balloon that I don't use. Yes, exactly. There we go. 3.25 beach balls. And that is Camp Rock. Woo! Yay. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> My obsession this week is something. <laughs> what are you obsessed with this week? <laughs> oh, my obsession. Okay, so I'm a nerd, but I am an extra nerd this week because my obsession is the game that just got funded on Sunday. Which makes no difference to you because I don't know when you're listening to this. It got funded (laughs) on what is today on like the 10th of November. And it is called Chorus, an adventure musical. And basically what it is, is a kind of choose your adventure musical where you are, I forget the name of the main character. Because I've just been looking at the art. But uh, you have a band and you get a new singer who is amazing. And she dies on your doorstep. Uh, and apparently she's a muse and she gives you her powers. And now you have to defend yourself to this group of mythological creatures known as the Chorus. Who are basically made up of like underworld gods and like old mythology gods. And you have to use your new muse powers to sing against the people that are challenging you. And you get to choose which lyrics are going to go into the song that you make. It's exactly your face, me. Oh, that sounds so fucking good. Me on Sunday when the game got funded. Oh my god. Okay. It's just, it's, I, I think it's coming out uh, next year. I think maybe, I don't know when it's coming out. It just got funded. Yeah. But it, it already sounds, I'll show you some stuff from it yeah. later. But wow. it's just, there's, um, and it's, it, it falls right in line with some of my previous obsessions, Hades Town, mm. because Persephone is in it and like Hermes is in it and like, and so it's just like all of these like things are just like combining yeah. and I'm just dying inside because I need this game oh my God. so badly. Anyway, you go ahead. That's so cool. I have like four obsessions. Oh, God. Stacked okay. on top of each other. Three of them are like kind of related, but not really. Um, I'm going to start with the one that's not related to anything. So like a week ago, as of the 13th of November, um a video on broadwaybox.com went up of Erica Henningsen who plays um, Katie in Mean Girls on Broadway 
Uh, she was singing, I think it's three songs of like her dream roles or whatever. And um, it's a really good video. She sings Meadowlark from The Baker's Wife. She sings, um, <laughs> she sings Now You Know from Merrily We Roll Along. I can't remember what the third song it is that she sings, but it's a very good video. Go give it a listen. Go give it a watch. She's really good, obviously. That's one of my obsessions. Another of my obsessions, <laughs> YouTube related. So um, a couple of weeks ago, Dear Evan Hansen, West End, um, had their started their previews and on that day they uploaded a video of four of the Evan Hansons singing um, for forever so the Broadway um, West End tour and Canadian mm-hmm. Evan Hansons they're singing for forever and there's this one bit um, like well they go like one foot after the other and it's like um, in Canon and it just and then the harmonies so fucking good. <laughs> Go give that one a listen. Um, okay, kind of related only because Ben Platt was in Dear Evan Hansen. Um, I the, swear it's going to be Ben Platt every week. <laughs> it won't be. Um, but, oh, just because I've said his name now, he's going to be in Merrily We Roll Along, the movie. Um, that's going to be filmed over 20 years. I'll talk about that another time, I guess. But um, <laughs> anyway, he, um, like, he they released the songs that he sang on the politician mm-hmm. and there's songs on the politician yeah there's like four or five songs that he sings okay. and they released an ep of that so that's one of my obsessions but the obsession that's connected to that is that adam with the, the figure skater yes as of the 13th of november it's a couple of days ago with palm i don't know don't quote me on that <laughs> well he uh danced on, it was like his birthday or whatever, and he danced to um, River from the the politician soundtrack, and it was all danced, skate, skated, <laughs> skate danced, and it's really it's so beautiful. Go give it a watch. Uh, it's on his Twitter. I'll probably retweet it. Um, so yeah, that are all four of my obsessions. I tried to speed through them, but I didn't really <laughs> succeed in that. But that's it. <laughs> so thank you. For listening to this episode of Tell Me More, Tell Me More podcast, the podcast, um, you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at TMMTMM podcast. On Tumblr, it's Tell Me More, Tell Me More podcast. Tumblr.com. My brain is shutting down. <laughs> um, our email is Tell Me More, Tell Me More podcast at gmail.com. You can email us just about anything. Uh, ask us questions about, I don't know, anything sort of show related or whatever, because we've been in and directed shows before. Um, you know, you could also tell us what your obsession is, what you, you what we should be covering, maybe something that you really want us to watch. And you're like, why have they not watched it? <laughs> tell us. We may watch it. Um, you may also now become a patron on our <laughs> Patreon. Um, if you go on patreon.com slash TMM podcast, that's our Patreon. You can pledge as much or as little as you are able to give in order to gain access to our bonus content. Currently, we have uploaded um, a Camp November episode, bonus episode um, where we spoke about the movie Camp 
and uh, it was a fun time. Go give it a listen. We will be posting a lot more, so once a month, and potentially film stuff, a lot of other stuff down the line. It's just like if you want to support us, give us a little extra support. Um, you know, just consider us giving like us like a dollar or something on Patreon. It would be much appreciated. You guys are awesome for listening, for sticking with us. Um, hope you have fun with Camp Rock. Next month is Christmas, so we'll do something related to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast, I've been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Alicia. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.